another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Jesters, good morning, Jestettes, good morning, fellow Jesterians. Ugh. It's a great day to be alive, man. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I miss you, man. I wish I had you in my life, man. Life would be so much better had you not been lied to your entire fucking life. I love you, man. I miss you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in a shitty-ass mood today because I... <laughs> I realized... Mm, I, you know what? It, no, I'm not going to bring it up. But you know what? It's a good fucking day to be alive, man. As long as you're up and you're moving, problems can be solved. Things can get better. Everything is temporary. But God damn it, sometimes the information you get just hurts. It just It fucking hurts. You try so hard, and then you just get disappointed, man. Oh, it fucking hurts, man. But hey, it's okay, because I was... Let's change the subject, because we're, we're positivity, man. We're positive. We're good. We're up in the fucking cloud. Speaking of up in the clouds, let's fucking uh, get this going. Oh, excuse me. Because we need to get up in the clouds. I didn't start smoking mad early today. Well, I did, but I didn't over-smoke. I just... Because I, I just, I've been out in the garage just, just just stewing out in my office. I'm sorry, this isn't the garage, this is the office. The fuck are you talking about, asshole? <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I was thinking, you know, I remember people... People have always asked, you know, how how could we have let the Holocaust happen? Because people are stupid. Now, the individual, the person, might be smart, but people are stupid. They, they, these elected officials tell them something, and they, they think it's the goddamn fucking... Gospel. That's goddamn God's honest truth, and it, it. That's just how it is. But that's not how it is. The fucking government is lying to everybody because they're fucking corrupt. The fucking media is lying to everybody because they're fucking corrupt. Pfizer fucking sponsors how many of these goddamn newscasts? These fucking TV channels. So there isn't going to be a goddamn negative word said about any of their products. Moderna. All these motherfucking big pharma companies have sponsorships in the goddamn corrupt-ass media. And that's why they're telling you to go get this shot. Go get these booster shots so they can make their fucking money. The government's guaranteed to pay for so many fucking shots. It, it, that that's how the fucking holocaust happened because people just fucking believe whatever the fuck they're told and don't do any fucking critical goddamn thinking 
And it aggravates the fuck out of me because this stupid shit is going on way the fuck too long and it's only getting fucking worse because they're goddamn power-hungry fucking bastards. That's all they want to fucking do is fucking... You do what the fuck I say, goddammit, because I fucking said so. I'm aggravated, man. I'm pissed right the fuck off, and I... Like, this has gone way the fuck too long. This fucking virus that kills far less people than the fucking flu, but everybody's going fucking batshit crazy. Oh my god, it's a fucking death. Go fuck yourself, because it's definitely not. Definitely not. So fucking pissed off, man. I don't fucking understand. I don't fucking get it. Whoa, this is full and I'm just letting it... Whoa. Oh, shit. Good thing that didn't break. Woo. I'm not paying attention to shit. Shit dropping on the ground. <laughs> Damn. I got all excited and shit. Dropping shit on the floor, taking huge hits out the bag, coughing my goddamn ass off, being all stupid. Where the fuck did that go? Now I gotta go retrieve that. Hmm. Means I have to... No, I don't. It's right there. I see it. I don't have to move anything. I can get it right there. Beautiful. I'm so happy that didn't break. Oh, oh man. Ooh, but life is good, man. Life is good. Because we can, we're alive and we can solve problems. If you're dead, you can't solve problems. Now, granted, you don't have any problems, but you're dead. So, <laughs> it's much better being alive. So, I'll, I can't say that. Because I don't know what comes after death. No fucking idea. I have theories. There are thoughts. Like, what do you think comes after death? I mean, wouldn't it... I think I've already talked to y'all about this, but... What if... You live your same life over and over and over and over until you get it right? Who knows what right is? Unless right is, uh... Never making decisions that would harm somebody else. And if that's the way it is, well, I'm stuck for another go-round. Because <laughs> I've made some decisions that I'm not proud of. Mother of Pearl is a great big goddamn whale. Whoo, goddamn. See, I get coughing. I forget what I was talking about. God damn it. God, oh, yeah, we're talking about life after death. Or, what is after death? Are you going to just keep repeating your same life over and over again until you reach nirvana? You no know, complete understanding and realization of everything you did wrong? Who knows? Now, luckily, I've, I've come to this... Uh, that had uh, crossroads in life about how I want to live my life early in life through certain events that 
No, I guess had to happen to make me the man I am today. So, uh, mm, I almost said everything happens for a reason, but it doesn't, though. Everything happens, and you make a reason for it happening. That's why you can't say everything happens for a reason. Because that's not true. Everything happens. And then you give it a reason. That's how you fucking live your life, man. Wow. You got high quick. <laughs> it's these goddamn... You're coughing from this vapor. From this THC vapor that makes you get lifted. Fuck yeah, fuck. Yeah. Well, maybe because I'd already smoked a couple J's, but it doesn't matter. My tolerance is mad high right now, and I... Maybe I should take a tolerance break. I may be forced to here in a little bit. <laughs> the older I get, the more dangerous it is to cough. <laughs> oh, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Oh, shit. But you know what? <coughs> God damn. Oh, God damn. Oh, but what? Whew. You're crazy, man. You crazy ass cracker. Oh, shikies. Snikies, snikies. What I think is uh, special about Brand Flakes is the brand. Not so much the flakes, just the brand. <laughs> so, on that note, let's uh, let's get into the UFC. Let's see what kind of bullshit NPR is trying to sell us today. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> wow. We are starting off the final week of the COP26 Climate Summit, and there are still more demands for change and lots of deals that still need to be negotiated. Many of the world's leaders left big promises behind when they left Glasgow. More than 100 countries agreed to end deforestation by 2030. Well, Some made broad promises to cut carbon and methane levels and stop overseas fossil fuel projects. But environmental groups and thousands of people who demonstrated over the weekend say those pledges do not go far enough. And they well, you see, that's that's why you're full of shit. Because, excuse me, we all know that this, oh, excuse me, again, damn. We all know that climate change is not man-driven, excuse me, it's not man-made. It is a cycle, it happens every 12,000 years, as you are aware. So they're just trying to soak all these motherfuckers for money. I think their plan is they want to uh, build a rocket, fill it full of cash, and send it to the sun. Is, is that... I, I doubt it. I, I really don't think they're going to do that. But... 
demanding that global leaders do more to limit the warming of the planet. Oh, again, dumbass Chuck. Because you can't. And the one, the planet isn't fucking warming, numbnuts. Hey, so all the big heads of state have left, and now it's down to brass tacks for the people who actually do the work of making these negotiations. Brass tacks, bitches. Yeah, this is kind of the technical, boring part of the COP summit. Um, like it's very much lead with this is the boring part. <laughs> this, is the, this is where it happens. But th- this this is where the rubber meets the road. This is you where go. you make sure that people actually follow through on their promises. So the main agenda item is finalizing what they call the rule book for the Paris Agreement that was signed six years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, agreeing to standards for reporting emissions, sketching out a global oh, carbon market. And it's market all bullshit. It's all bullshit, man. To help them achieve their climate goals. Some countries are also pushing for an accelerated timeline um, for updating the plan for cutting carbon. Technically, that happens every five years. But, you know, this cycle, um, many countries submitted kind of underwhelming targets. And activists say if they wait five years to update them, it'll be too late. So is that what's motivating all these protests? I mean, there were demonstrations in Scotland over the weekend, even though it was pouring rain. Um, what, what are the specific demands coming from activists right now? Yeah, I'm I think here. there's just like a lot of skepticism about the whole COP process. Many people were angry that because of COVID-19 measures, access for civil society to these big negotiations and big meetings has been restricted. And a lot of people feel like this is just rich countries negotiating over bad behavior. <laughs> um, they don't really have faith <laughs> no. that this process no, it's is going to change. And it's kind of understandable. <laughs> Oh, God damn. What it is, is wealthy companies fleecing poorer companies or countries. What did I say? It's wealthier countries fleecing the poorer countries so they can pay. They had to pay for this. This is all just one big fucking scheme by the wealthy, man. Come on. Come on. They feel this way because the UN has been holding COP summits for almost three decades, and the world is still on a pretty dangerous path. Well, then that so should tell you something. Talk about this, this idea that it's not—it's a waste of fucking time. Like I said, they're just. They're just replacing the poorer countries. It's a scheme, man. The worst effects of climate change are affecting more developing countries or poorer nations. Yeah, but you can't stop climate change. Dumb, dumb. By the leaders there who are trying to make these promises. Yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, for all the criticisms of this process, these UN negotiations are really the only system where every country has a seat at the table, and it's one country, one vote. So even though the biggest and most powerful countries with big economies, they have a lot of clout, but you also see smaller developing countries band together to push for what they want. Um, Good. And kind of that topic of equity that you this mentioned is, is going to be a fucking waste of your time. Um, it's all just, oh, we'll pay, know, give us money. It, what the, the fuck, man? World that made its, um, made its wealth on the burning of fossil fuels to to pay up oh, for stop with helping that. to See? you know decarbonize and switch away from fossil fuels, but also helping them adapt and pay for the damage that climate change is already causing. 
I mean, this is the whole rub with these conferences, right? There are limitations to what the summits can do. I'm lost. Uh, how I'm, you get I'm all lost. these global leaders I, and, I, these, and these parties I to wasn't make really these kinds attention. of commitments. I was too busy and yet, bitching. it's sort of the but, only way to do it, right? Do you hear that sentiment there? This, <laughs> this balance of disappointment and continued purpose, nevertheless. Absolutely. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, people say, you know, this, we have to do this because the planet and the future of humanity is on the line. So, you know, it was pretty high stakes. Hmm. She's, she's got a point. The future of humanity is on the line, but there's not a goddamn thing humanity can do about it. It is a 12, it is a cycle. It goes around in a circle. It happens every 12,000 years is what, what Mr. Ben is telling us. Because he's done the research, and I trust Mr. Ben to know what the fuck he's talking about. Derek Kaplan with the Washington Post reporting from Glasgow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy. A beautiful little store down in the heart of Lakewood, New York, at 50 Chautauqua Avenue. Or you can find them at 710andcloudy.com where they have smoking deals on your smoking accessories. They have glass, they have smell good, they have dab rigs, posters, they have apparel, they have everything. Get your sessions with the Jester shirts there. It's an awesome little store. Make sure you use code SWED10 at checkout. Save 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the show. Officials in Houston say they're starting to investigate just what went wrong and what led to eight deaths at a music festival on Friday night. The concert goers who died ranged from 14 years old to 27. They died in a rush to the stage at the Astro World Festival, which is put on by rapper Travis Scott. This festival had attracted about 50,000 people. Family members and friends have started sharing the names of loved ones they lost. Paul Benedetto is with Houston Public Media. He's been reporting on this and joins us now. Paul, just get us up to speed. What have we learned at this point about what happened Friday? Uh, police say they started seeing people collapsing around 9.30 that night and reached out to organizers, but the concert didn't stop for about another 40 minutes. There is video of concert goers uh, scrambling to get the attention of a cameraman who was filming the event, and there's one video on social media where Scott himself appears to notice someone in the crowd is in trouble and he calls for security. Um, now, police, Houston police have defended that response. They've argued that abruptly stopping the show could have caused a riot. Uh, but overall, eight people died. More than a dozen others were hospitalized in the aftermath. Uh, the youngest of those who was injured is just 10 years old. What the fuck As happened? Said, names are just starting to come out. You just identified <laughs> the age of the youngest victim. Do we know anything else, any other released information about the victims? So authorities have released ages, but not the names of those who died at the concert. But friends and families have started to identify some of the victims. Local officials have said all eight who were killed are younger than 30. Those who died included high school students and college students. So let's get into what you nodded to earlier. What the fuck happened? There's been this criticism of Travis Scott himself for, for I guess, noticing that something was going on, and then the music just kept going. Is that right? Right. There was this kind of, like I said, 40-minute lag almost between when the police did contact the promoters and, and, and the end of the concert. We don't yet know everything that occurred during that time. 
Uh, Travis Scott recorded a statement on Instagram. I could just never imagine the severity of the situation. We've been working closely. Uh, we've been working closely with everyone to just try to get to the bottom of this. How did the police respond, actually, in the moment? Well, um, I think that there was a sense that once everything started happening, they got a little overwhelmed. Um, crowd control has been an issue in the past for this event. This year, the, the number of police did increase. HPD said there were more than 500 officers throughout the day, about 300 of which were active during the incident. Um, so police bulked up their presence from previous concerts. There was a medic tent on site. There were more private security on the grounds throughout the day. Clearly, police felt prepared. But the bottom line is just a few minutes into Travis Scott's set, problems did quickly emerge. Fans started pushing to the front of the stage. And shortly after, yeah, like I said, police, private security, they were overwhelmed. Presumably the investigation goes on. There may be questions about negligence, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, police are continuing the investigation. Um, they're looking at who caused these deaths, what caused these deaths, and probably they'll review some footage to look at the actions of individual fans. We know so far, actually starting this morning, we know two attendees have sued. Um, so uh, that's what well, of course this is a fucking. So you have to come. But this, I still okay. So was it just uh, Houston Public Media's Paul De Benedetto? Thank you. So was it just fucking people who charged the state? You know, pushing was just. I I need more. I can't. What happened, man? What the fuck happened? Daniel Ortega is the winner of the presidential elections in Nicaragua for the fourth straight time. Not really a surprise, considering he got rid of the competition. Yeah, months ago, Ortega locked up critics, journalists, businessmen, and passed a series of laws criminalizing dissent. The United States is preparing new sanctions because the State Department says this election is paving the way for a dictatorship. NPR was barred from entering Nicaragua to cover this, so were other journalists. And NPR's Carrie Kahn has been forced to cover it from neighboring Costa Rica. She joins us this morning. Hey, Carrie. Good morning. What can you tell us about turnout? I mean, despite the distance from which you're having to look at this. It appears that um, state workers were taken to the polls early yesterday, but voting centers were pretty quiet throughout the rest of the day. I watched a lot of state TV, and even on official channels, you know, it just didn't look like a bustling regular election in Nicaragua. Well, gee, you think? Who fucking locked up the goddamn dissenters in uh, opposition? Come on. Come on. Identity for their protection. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that sounds like a free and fair election, right? America will be proud. American government will be proud. U.S. government will be proud. Whether they should do that or not, some people were just afraid if they didn't vote, officials would just mark their ballots for Ortega. Here's 21 year old taxi driver Jose Leva. We talked to in Managua. He says some family went to the polls and defaced their ballot. He chose to sit out. He says the candidates he wanted to vote for are all in jail, and the ones on the ballot are allies of Ortega, so he says it was all a joke. The candidates that I were don't on know the that's what he said, though. Like, I don't, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I can speak a little bit of Spanish, and I didn't hear anything about a jail. So, so I, I don't, I, again, I don't, I don't believe, uh, you can't time. believe these motherfuckers, man. Lengths to, to stifle all the opposition. 
Or take it slowly. I could be wrong. Democratic institutions for more than a decade when he was elected. Of course, I could 20, be wrong. In 2007, <laughs> uh, he was a leader of the Sandinista <laughs> Revolution in the 1970s against the U.S.-backed dictator, and, and he did become the first president after the 1979 overthrow of Anastasio. <laughs> but he lost re-election in 1990, <laughs> and he just hasn't shaken the sting of that loss. He faced massive student <laughs> protest in 2018 that he and polls have showed that he was. Losing support, and in the spring, Rachel he just unleashed a round of repression, jailing opponents, and cracking down on dissent that critics say hasn't been seen in Latin America since the military dictatorships of the 1970s and 80s. Which is what the Biden Here administration is calling practically a dictator. President Biden came out with a strong statement last night, practically calling him a dictator. He says his family will face. Who the fuck cares what illegitimate Joe says? He's a goddamn dementia-ridden fool. Who shits his pants? Fuck well, I shit my pants too, but I'm not the fucking president. So. NPR's Carrie Collin, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Let me tell you a little bit about Shine On Botanicals. Shine On Botanicals is a family-run hemp farm. They grow the hemp so they can grow the cleanest, purest medicine that they know for their son, who has suffered a traumatic, debilitating brain injury. They make it so he can have access to the purest medicine that they know. And now they want to bring it to you because it's an awesome product. I've been using it for months. We have anything from human tinctures to pet tinctures. CBD roll-on, it's awesome. CBD tinctures are awesome. I feel 20 years younger with all my creaks and groans gone. It's awesome. To place your orders, email the promoting jester at gmail.com. Tell them what you'd be interested in doing. They'll hook it up for you. They'll send you an invoice and everything will be set. Let's get back to the show. And that is the UFC for Monday. November 8th, 2021. If you have a news story that you'd like to submit to Getting High with the Jester, go to anchor.fm forward slash N-O-R-R-O-D and leave a message. I will give you $5 worth of free advice on that news story. Let's get back to the show. These trucking mother truckers, man. What are you going to do? You can't believe them. Because they're always fucking lying to you, man. They're always telling you fucking stories, man. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to call out that bullshit. The first story... Was about the Climate Summit. The COP Summit. Bitches. In Glasgow, Scotland. Waste of time. No amount of money. No amount of... If you were to stop burning... If we would have never started burning fossil fuels... It's just so would have happened. Climate still would be changing, buddy. The ice caps still would be melting, buddy. That's just the shit that happens, buddy. Come on. Come on. I mean, shit fucking happens to changes, man. Read a book. Watch a video. Uh, educational video with facts. Yeah, yeah. 
You're such a dick. The second story was about the deaths at a Houston concert. We never found out what the fuck was going on. Exactly. So, I'm guessing it's a developing story. So, we'll just have to wait and see. It's sad that fucking high schoolers and, and college people and young kids died. I mean, shit. But, who knows, maybe they were to, at blame. Because they were just young and dumb. They just didn't know any better. <coughs> They're invincible. Shit, I was invincible back then. Made a lot of stupid fucking decisions, that's for goddamn sure. But, I'm here to tell you about it, so... I guess they weren't that stupid. Mm-hmm. Light up another J here. Go on to the third story. Which is about... Ortega. And he won the election in Nicaragua. Porque... Because he locked up all his goddamn... Opponents. <laughs> oh, free and fair election indeed. <laughs> I mean, this... Uh, like, today wasn't really a big news day. Because these motherfuckers just be crazy, crazy, man. Did I hear any news over the weekend? I don't think so. I have nothing more to report. Hmm, if I had Wi-Fi in my office, I could check up on some, uh, some sites and see what the headline, the poppin' news is, but I don't, so I can't, so I won't, motherfucker. Ha! Douche monkey. Ah, uh, but what we can do now is we can check in with Mr. Ben, and we can see what space weather is gonna be for November 8th, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got sunspots worthy of watching, updates on Mars and astronomical forcing, and we take a look back at a coring of the last 27,000 years, showing multiple cycles. We're starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com, and we find the last day on the sun was quiet, except for some pops around the limbs. The coronal hole is turning through, and its enhanced solar wind is expected at Earth tonight. But we also will be monitoring the new active region on the north. Others are confined and quieter, but this one has erupted over the last day and rolls in as a tag team. Not quite done with space weather yet as the solar wind has calmed, perhaps a bit too much. We've got half a day of KP0 and growing, and these enhanced cosmic ray days are the most correlated space weather health effect point. Especially odd to see it outside of sunspot minimum when cosmic rays surge the most, but alas, it does happen within the active cycles of our star as well. Highest watch level is for cardiac and psychological patients already considered at high risk, and if it continues for a full day, it will be enhanced risk for everyone, not only for adverse health events, but for cognitive diminution and emotional instability. We're heading off to Mars next, where the evidence of water in the past steps up a notch to include areas of major runoff and flows. The scarps look like earthly scarps in some of the region, and they also came out with a sister work identifying organic molecules in some of the dune regions with curiosity. 
Up next, one of the major dark matter searches in existence. The paper is meant to be a review of their work and the experiments and the updates and a summary of what's happened, happening and expected to happen in the future. I'll summarize further for you. They still haven't found anything like every other dark matter search. Up next, it's a paradigm I don't love, but which is fun while playing devil's advocate against a global warming parrot. Orbital forcing due to eccentricity means that abrupt climate shifts can be triggered, ones that take us from hot climate to rapid cold development. Again, not my favorite version on how this is going to happen, but another way that within the mainstream paradigm, you have to realize the future they paint for us is upside down and backwards. Last but not least, folks, they combined a number of dating techniques into one paper here and have managed to find evidence of every cycle event within the time frame of the study. They've got the younger Dryas and Gothenburg disaster, showing up very well in the oxygen isotopes, only about a thousand years of variability. And some of those same marks also have another dip at 24,000 years ago, the Lake Mungo and last glacial maximum disaster. And down in the soil water stress index, we do have the younger Dryas showing up big, Lake Mungo as the largest signature on the left side of the chart half cycle helena poly event is the isolated spike 18,000 years ago and look how well the noaa event shows up in the soil water stress index data folks that is the first time i have seen both of the last full and half cycle events identifiable to that degree in one paper and we march towards the next one we greatly appreciate your support. We're watching that sunspot group on the north today. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now it's 5.30 a.m. in the new valley of the sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Absolutely. No fear. Be safe. Make your decisions well. Fuck yeah. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers on YouTube to get full impact of those videos and to keep up to date on the 12,000 year disaster cycle. Be knowledgeable. Fuck yeah. Shout out, Benham, shout out, Benham, to the Good News Network. For the quote of the day, there are two paths you can go by. But in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. Wow. Duh. You're such a dumbass. There are two paths that you can go by. But in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. Always be open-minded. Don't be, don't be settled on, on one direction. Take advice and just be open. Have an open mind. That's that's what life is, man. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> You're weird. I need juice or I will fucking die. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> be a better version of yourself. Smoke a weed every day and make shit happen.